Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Praise the Lord, everyone. Welcome to WL4J Honestly Speaking, and I am your host, Sister Alyssa Lynn. I just want to give God all the glory and praise today, for He is good and worthy of all our praise. I am just so excited in Christ right now with everything that He is pouring into me and everything that is coming out of me, and just blessing God for the opportunity to just praise His name despite what is going on. I have a song I've decided that when I do my broadcast to keep the atmosphere in the house where it needs to be I put my music on my gospel music and the song that was playing when I first um, started to do this a few seconds ago was I know I've been changed you know it's a wonderful thing when we're walking in God and can see the change that he has made in us and see the growth that we have come through and though some other people see growth that what they see may be different than what we see because we know what we used to do that others may not know that we used to do but God has changed us and it is a blessing to know that but one thing the Lord keeps putting in my heart and in my mind to speak into people is that there is greatness in you and the greatness in you isn't you the greatness in you is Christ that resides in you and when you begin to walk by faith and walk in the spirit instead of the flesh that greatness that God has put in you comes out and you begin to change and you begin to walk according to his will and his way and you begin to do the things God has called you to do and it is a blessing to be able to not only see that in yourself there are some sisters that I quote unquote mentor kind of a big sister to and to see God change them and it is like a huge blessing to watch it to me sometimes I think it's even better than the change that he does in me not that the change he does in me isn't good but I look at the others and I see look at God and his wonderful ways so today I wanted to address something that just keeps coming on me about our walk and about knowing the greatness God has put in us um, the scripture for today is Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6 but without faith it is impossible to please him for he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him faith is a big thing for our walk in Jesus we walk by faith not by sight we know that we can please God without we cannot please God without it we also know that it only takes the faith the size of a grain of a mustard seed 
yet many are suffering with so much they're walking with their heads down feeling defeated mistreated and just feel like giving up and i want to explain something because we hear all the time you know you just have the faith this the faith the size of a mustard seed you know you don't even have to have that much faith you have to have faith the size of a grain of a mustard seed the grain of a mustard seed that's like that's the, you can't even see that that's how little it is you seriously so god is saying that all we need is that kind of faith just a little bit of faith trust him and believe and then things will begin to change see but god has called you to greatness in him he has called you out of darkness and into his marvelous light he has blessed you to be filled with his holy spirit but yet you're still not rejoicing in jesus where is your faith where is your belief in christ hasn't he already blessed you to make it this far in him he has carried you all this way he has blessed you even when you didn't know him he has kept you so where's your faith see one thing that i'm learning is that it is our focus that invokes our faith it's how we respond that makes the difference so when something happens how do we respond how do you respond how what do you look to do you look to god or do you first look to your friends your husband your 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 praying partner somebody else that you believe is more spiritual than you are you looking to those people or are you going to god first see it's our outlook that makes the difference how we respond depends on us so we need to accept that the enemy is going to present us non-truths he's going to present stuff the way he thinks is going to keep us from following christ okay that's what he does that's his job he's to kill us and destroy but jesus came so that we may have life and we may have it more abundantly that's john 10 10 we need to remember that god is almighty and powerful we sing in the songs playing right now power in the name of jesus we say this stuff we read the word we sing the songs but the question is do you believe what you're saying do you believe what you're reading because that's what invokes you to make the choices to run to god instead of running to the world when things are going crazy example when i was told that i had stage four doldrum colon cancer and that i have five to eleven percent chance of living i didn't run to the world and as a matter of fact when the doctor said that my first response was him was i'm a woman of faith and my god is the god of the impossible so i'm expecting a miracle because my focus wasn't on what they said my focus was on who god is and how powerful he is also the fact that i've had cancer three other times and he's here with me and i'm still here yes this is the worst case of cancer that i've had and it's more detailed than any of the other cancers but you know what 
God is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. It's the same thing with your situation. So your situation may not be cancer. Maybe you're dealing with a pain in the butt, baby daddy. Hey, we have, some of us have them, you know. And he's working your nerves and you're just frustrated because things aren't going the right way. Well, instead of fussing at the baby's daddy, did you talk to the Lord about it? See, let me tell you this. Sometimes we make choices. And when we make these choices, it puts us in a situation that we're going to be in forever because we weren't supposed to be there. Now, I'm not saying your baby is a mistake because babies are a blessing from the Lord. The mistake was you laid down with a man who wasn't going to be your man, who wasn't God appointed, who wasn't your husband, who God, and even if he was your husband and God didn't tell you to marry him, you ain't lined up right. So when we don't do that in the beginning, we sometimes have to deal with the consequences of our actions. So I married a man who I shouldn't have married. We have a son together. I have major issues with him dealing with our son. I stopped fussing at him. I started calling out to the Lord. I made a mistake marrying him and then adopting our son because that's not what God wanted him to for me to do with him but I did what I wanted to do so because I did what I wanted to do I have to deal with the consequences I hope you're understanding me my son is not a consequence my son is my heart but the relationship that I have with his father is the consequence the friction that I have with his father is the consequence so dealing with that I used to get frustrated and I used to fall go off on him and the Lord told me why that's nothing but the enemy trying to trip you up who is your who is your father who are you believing who are you trusting where is your faith and when I started praying about that instead of fussing about it the Lord began to work in that my ex ain't changed the Lord didn't change him the Lord changed me and how I deal with it, how I focus it, how I handle it. That's what I'm talking about today. So many of us are struggling in different areas and different things and different stuff is coming at us. And my question to you today is where is your faith? Where's your focus? Where's your faith? Do you believe? Do you truly believe the word of God? And if you're sitting there saying, nope. Uh, now that you say this sister no I really am not walking in faith that's okay because now you're aware of it and now you can place your focus on the Lord I see so many postings on Facebook with people talking about encouraging them to be better people and all this stuff and I have yet to see people and I'm talking about them big wig like T.D. Jakes and and, 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 and um, Creflo Dollar and what's the woman's name I, I, I can't remember all of them but those Paula White and and, and um, Myers whatever her name is and and, and um, oh Olsen um, Joel Osteen or whatever his name is sorry y'all I don't try to keep up with them because to me if I want the word of God I want the real word of God not that watered down stuff that they feed people so that people feel better about themselves so you send them their money don't be fooled 
Now, can they sometimes say stuff that's encouraging and get you? Yes. But I've learned that it's the word of God that keeps you. It's his word. It is him that keeps you. So if all they're doing is giving you fluff about, oh, God's going to bless you in three days and just get ready for your blessing. and no, Look, God does bless and he blesses in his own time and all that other stuff is stupid. Yes, I see that. It is stupid because God does things according to his will and his way. And if you are faithful to the Lord, he's faithful to you. And actually, even when you're not faithful to him, he's still faithful to you. But when you're faithful to him, he is, he, you know, you can not even doubt that he's going to fix it. Because he is faithful to his word. Now see, the enemy will come in and tell you that, you ain't saved. The enemy will come in and tell you, oh, this ain't going to go right. You ain't hearing from God. Girl, please, you just too busy worried about this and this. Oh, it's not even worth it. It's too much work. The enemy comes and tells you that you done messed up so much. God ain't trying to hear from you. He ain't trying to fix this. He ain't trying to answer your prayers because you ain't nothing. Now, let me tell you, the devil is a liar. Because there's greatness in you. Because God, once you accepted Christ as your personal Savior and He filled you with His Holy Spirit, you have Jesus residing in you and you can overcome anything that comes your way. All you have to do is focus on what the goodness of the Lord is saying to you to do. The question is, is if you're lacking in faith, then that tells me that your walk with Him isn't where it needs to be. Now, when my husband and I first got together, he used to tell me that. And I used to get mad. I'm like, what do you mean? I'm saved. I'm walking for the Lord. I'm just not where you are right now. And that was true. It's all a process. It's all a time. And it's all true. Because we're not all on the same. Well, we're all on the same path because we're head if we're on a straight and narrow. But we're not all in the same position on that path so some of us are struggling in areas that we've been struggling for years and my question to you is how much more of an excuse are you going to allow that to be it wasn't until I started facing dealing with cancer and dealing with dying that it dawned on me that I was holding myself back in Christ I was holding myself back in Christ because I didn't turn everything over to him I went through a thing with my daughters where I was calling out to the Lord and crying and I was mad about why, why, why. And now that I'm here and I look back and I go, mm, it didn't matter. You made that choice, Lord. You said it was time, Lord, and I need to accept that and move on. There are some things we may never understand as a Christian that why God's done this or why God's done that. And there's some stuff he may never reveal to us. But when you're a child of the most high God, it shouldn't matter. Think about it as your children. You would tell your child at a certain time when they're younger, don't do that. And you don't give them much explanation because they don't need it. Now, maybe when they get a little older, when they're teenagers, you say, look, I don't want you to do this because if you do this, this is what's going to happen. And this is what will happen. And this is what's not going to happen. And if you want to head this way. Because I know son. And this is the where you want to go. Well you can't hang with those people. Because those people aren't going to get you. Where you need to go. Those people are going to hold you back. 
and mama wants you to go to college okay now imagine God talking to us when we're babes in Christ he does the same thing he just tells us look go this way just trust me go this way now as our walk matures in him and our relationship grows with him he will reveal and when it's needed and he feels that we are mature enough to handle it why it must go this way and then there's some things about blind faith that you just do it because God says so. Blind obedience, blind faith, because he said to do it. One of the things that bothers me the most, and I pray a lot about, and it's not so much praying for them, but praying for me and how to handle that and how to deal that, is when you see folks that profess Christ and they're doing everything against God, and then they're talking about their life is messed up. Really? Are you surprised? When we don't follow his word and we don't do what his word says, we are going to end up in a mess. So my question to you yet again is where's your faith? Are you building your faith up? Are you getting to the point where it's a grain, where you even have a grain of faith? And to do that, you got to focus and talk to the Lord. You got to spend that time with Jesus. You got to talk to the Lord and you got to build your relationship because that's all that matters. Now, I was working on my relationship. I've always worked on my relationship with the Lord. And it's interesting is because when I had my private time after I was told, because I was told that I had cancer and my husband and I had to go to the store. I wasn't feeling good and he went into the store. This is a whole new thing for us, for him shopping because I was the shopper, you know, and now he's taking over some of my duties and I'm really trying to get used to that. But um, while he was in the store, I was in the car by myself and it was the first moment that I had by myself after they said that I had stage 4 cancer and I, uh, a song came on as for your glory and if you listen to the previous broadcast or no no I didn't put it in the previous broadcast if you go on the blog site I have the video up there but anyhow for your glory by Tasha Cobbs and she speaks of doing everything for his glory and when I heard that song it got me and it wasn't that I had cancer I said to God am I out of line with you that I'm not close enough to you and this is my wake-up call Lord if this is my wake-up call prepare me to be ready to meet you I don't want to live this life and here get away from me you workers of iniquity I know you not and I started crying out to the Lord right then about doing things for his glory and not my recognition. And let me tell you, he has done, and I think personally, I think that because I did that, the strength and the, and the, and the, and the endurance and the joy and the peace that he has given me since then is all because I wasn't first crying out saying I have cancer. Why am I dying? Lord help me. Oh heal me. I need help Jesus. No I did not. I went boldly to the throne of God and said fix me so I'm ready to meet you. And we need to get back to that place. We need to get before God and say Lord whatever's not like you. Get rid of it. Show me it so I can 
toss it out so I can get rid of it so I can walk with you so I can walk in faith so I walk in the spirit and not in the flesh because when we walk in the spirit of the Lord ain't nothing the enemy can tell us we'll believe see that's the faith that we need to have so that we're walking in the spirit of the Lord and not in the spirit of the flesh so that we walk knowing that we were marvelously created that we were created by God and that we hold our heads up knowing that God created us to do wonderful works here in his name by his glory by his doing and be able to erase ourselves and tell you something and we won't even care that there's no recognition God is good like that see one of the reasons I have such a hard time with some of these big time ministries is one they're named after themselves so if it's really about Jesus why is your name on it two they're begging for money or everything they do costs you something why can't you do stuff for free now if you're really about Jesus what's the problem God provides God takes care of it God does it I'm not saying you can't have money I'm not saying people can't give you money because God tells them to bless you I'm saying that your main focus is to make that money because I need a new jet make that money because I need a new this make that money come on now and there's too many of us that are justifying that with you well he's a you know God's anointed okay when was the last time he laid his hands on somebody and healed them when was the last time he literally did something for the glory of God without receiving recognition without getting paid big time try getting one of those people to come to your church and speak and see how much it costs you really where is their faith I do what I do with WL4J because God says so what does that bring to me that brings me peace in the Lord that brings me closer to the Lord I can't preach what I don't learn and what I don't walk and that's the difference between a lot of preachers some of them talk it but don't walk it it's our faith it's what makes the difference it's our belief it's when we place God first and not ourselves so it doesn't matter I'm writing a new book and I thought I was gonna charge for the book and the Lord said nope excuse me not this book you're gonna give us one away and you're gonna go and you're gonna make copies of your other books and when I send you here you're gonna go with those books and you're gonna give them away and yes it costs you but this is what I'm telling you to do now there are some people who look at me and say you're crazy well, you know, God didn't, how did God say that? You know, God says a workman's worthy of their, of their pay. Yeah, that's why you have a job. That's why my husband works. It's why I'm in school to be a therapist, so I have a job. Um, those kind of things takes care of this. When the ministry becomes about money and about the person, God is lost in it. People are given false hopes, 
false truths, which I think is happening way too much and why so many people are struggling because they're following these big wigs, not understanding that they're not getting the true word of God. Some people don't even go to church and have a Bible-believing church in their neighborhood, maybe even on their block, who is telling the true word of God and they're not getting it because they're listening to Joel Osteen tell them that better things are coming. All you have to do is spend some time with yourself and revest in yourself. What does that have to do with Jesus? When you spend time with the Lord, when you get off the internet, when you take even 15 minutes a day just to read God's word and pray. I'm not even saying the whole 15 minutes you're praying. You could be reading for 10 and praying for 5 or reading for 15 and praying for 2 seconds. When you start to do that, his word gets in you. It strengthens you when you're faced with something. And plus, once you start that and you get on a regular basis, you're building your relationship with Christ. And while you're building your relationship with Christ, guess what's happening? You are becoming a better person. And God, it has nothing to do with anybody else. You are becoming a better person in Christ. How awesome is that? Isn't that how we want to live? Isn't that how we're supposed to live when we struggle and when you find yourself struggling you find yourself in an area where you're frustrated mad and angry all the time my first question every single time a sister calls me I'm like how much time are you spending praying when was the last time you studied the word when did you spend some time just reading the word and praying or are you going through life based off of what you got from Sunday at church? Because I'm telling you, some days world, world, the thing's so crazy. By Monday morning, you need more Jesus because it's just crazy. That's why you had to build your life in Christ. This is how you build your faith. Because we have to understand, God said you can't please him without faith. Because that means you're trusting him, you're believing him, and you put him in charge, not yourself. When you put yourself in charge, life is going to fall, man, tell you. But God will keep you if you're focused on him. Your focus needs to be in God. Your focus needs to be on God. Your focus needs to be with Jesus. If you don't have your faith and you don't have your belief in his word, what are you holding on to? If you're struggling, I know you're struggling. You got to be. You got to be. You got to be struggling because God is not the sinner. And when God is the sinner, see, I'm listening to one song. Never would have made it without you. We never would have made it, Lord, without you. How many of us really, really, really believe that? I wasn't saved and came through all this stuff. And I know now that I'm saved that it was God that brought me through it. But when I was going through it, I thought it was me. Because I, you know, I'm all that. That's what I thought. But then God showed me, no. I brought you through this and I'm going to bring you through that. But you need to keep your focus on me. You need to keep your faith in me. You need to keep your belief in me. And me is Jesus. He wants us to keep our faith and our belief on him and not what we see because the enemy is going to come in like a flood 
But if you don't have the word of God in you, the standard's not going to get risen up against it. You need to activate that standard. You need to call on the Lord instead of calling your girlfriend saying, oh, you ain't going to believe this. Not that you can't do that, but first you need to go to God and say, Lord, really? And I'm going to tell you one thing that I've learned in my walk with Christ. If you're, you could be real. You could be real as real. I'm a real person. I'm a realistic. I'm becoming a faithlistic, if you will, if that's a word, but I'm real. And I know that when I go to God with my questions and my issues and my problems, Excuse me. I'm real with it. I release it. And then I sit back and I wait to hear from him. And he has blessed my walk in him. Because seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. You have to seek God first and you have to believe in your heart that he is God and God alone not playing the okie doke game going to church on Sunday don't pick up the Bible the rest of the week no you need to put him first you need to trust him And to do that, you need to put him first. You need to read your word. You need to spend time with him. You need to do Bible study. You need to to gather with the saints. True, honest people who are serving the Lord. Because now granted, don't matter what church you go to, there's going to be some people who ain't there. The devil done sent them to cause havoc. But if y'all are praying church, that will cease. We need to trust God. That's it. The bottom line is we need to have faith. And we need to trust God so that the greatness that he has put in you will come out for his glory and you will be better for it. And I ain't saying you're going to be richer, nothing like that. You'll be better for it because you're blessed by doing what God calls us to do. And when you do things, don't do stuff expecting stuff in return. Do it for the glory of God and that's it. And then anything that happens is an extra blessing. That's how I look at it. Well, that's all I got today. I pray that I've said something that's encouraging to you. And if, ah, I forgot. If you want to get in contact with us, we have a new website, which is wl4j.org. So feel free to stop past our new website. Plus, we have an email that is directed to that website. So you can either go to our website and hit the contact us button, or you can do contact us at wl4j.org and we will respond. We want to pray for you. We want to talk to you. We want to encourage you. We want to be there for you because it is when we come together, we get strength also. So where two or three are gathered in his name, he is in the midst of us. When two or three are touching and agreeing, he will answer the prayer. That's in the word and it's not there by mistake. So all those that think you should be by yourself somewhere, that's not biblical. I mean, you can go away for a little bit, but you need to come back and connect with us so that you are walking with God in the manner that he's called us to walk. So with all that said, God bless. And until next time, keep your mind and your focus on God 
so that your faith grows to that grain of mustard seed so those mountains in your life will disappear. God bless. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.